Hello everyone, RS Call here, and thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. If you would like to follow me on social media, my Instagram name is author underscore RS Call underscore 16, and on Twitter at RS Call 743. If you would like to purchase any of my books, you are more than welcome to do so off of Amazon.com, where I do have paperback as well as ebook for all of my books. If you would like to DM me for any promos, please do so on either Instagram or Twitter. And I hope that you do enjoy the content coming from this podcast. I will be doing my Hurt to Heal seminars. This will be going on every week. And I will also be doing interviews with other authors and friends and the people that are in my life. So I hope that you enjoy the content. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast with R.S. Cole. Um, So today I do have a good friend of mine and her name is Carrie. So I'm going to be picking her brain about her life, her balance, her spirituality, um, mom life, her dog, just whatever you can name up. I'm going to go ahead and kind of pick her brain. So I'll go ahead and allow her to tell us a little bit about herself. So Carrie, you have the floor. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Carrie. I am 30 ish. (laughs) (laughs) I am 30 ish. Um, I am currently uh, working as a director of nursing at a skilled facility in the Los Angeles area. I have a daughter. I have a dog named Doodles. And. That is my little buddy. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what's going on with me. Mother, uh, you know, working hard. And, yeah, that's overall about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, a mom, a boss lady, and a pet lover, to kind of sum it up. Mm-hmm. And... Are you currently involved with anyone? No, I'm not involved with anyone right now. I'm very single. Look, she's single (laughs) and she got a bag, y'all. Stop playing. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But um, let's go ahead and kind of jump into the interview here. So, I mean, tell us, you know, how do you balance having mom life and then being a director of nursing? I can imagine that there has to be some type of life peace balance going on there. Yeah, um, it was, it was really crazy. Like a couple of months ago, I was trying to, I was originally working as an RN supervisor and I was working night shift. And I had to really think about my future and how involved I wanted to be in my daughter's life. So I had to, you know, shift gears in the type of in the type of nursing that I wanted to be that was, you know, a nine to five, but also, you know, that gave me the opportunity to be a little bit to be more flexible <clears throat> with spending time with my daughter. So it was just, it just came as a thought. I was like, oh, I should apply for director of nursing. I've always been um, in leadership type roles since I became an RN. And even as a CNA, I've always had the leadership mentality. So when I, when I just decided to just apply for it after I graduated my bachelor's, 
you know, everything just came into balance. Of course, you know, I have days where it's not easy, but I really had to learn how to make sure that I try to stay organized. So, mm-hmm. you know, my Google Calendar is my best friend. <laughs> if I don't put anything in there, I <laughs> it does not get done. So I use my Google Calendar to keep me <laughs> organized. I yeah. have to, if not. It would just go, you know, you have that mommy brain where if you don't write it down or have it, you know, noted somewhere, it just, it's at, it's, it goes out your mind. You forget about it. Right. So I had to learn how to do that. And then there are times where, you know, I have to make sure that I make time for my daughter. So my, my goal has been, you know, once we finish our, you know, our survey window that I was going to be able to have this opportunity to spend more time with her. I wouldn't have to be working so much because, you know, the whole hustle and bustle of survey is done and over with. So now I have more time to be a little bit more, more at home and then just working a regular nine to five and not doing any overtime. So that's what I had to do. Google Calendar and just knowing when to, you know, <clears throat> you know, just put, um, to create barriers. Right. You right. know, like, you know, barriers for work, barriers with, um, with my, um, with my personal life and my child. So, and also I had to learn how to delegate, you know, you know, orders to everyone. You know, I had to realize that even though I am the director of nursing, I can't do every single thing. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to delegate tasks to, you know, my fellow colleagues that, you know, that can do them and train them to do so. So that's that's what I had to learn as I'm going along. Being a new, you know, director of nursing and also balancing mommy life. That is awesome. That is a lot I can tell you that Google Calendar definitely does save me. <laughs> so I yeah. totally my Google Calendar and my Outlook Calendar. I use Google Calendar for my personal life and I use my Outlook Calendar for my work life. So I totally understand that 100%. 100%. You have to kind of keep that balance, you know, when you have a child involved. So I definitely appreciate you for sharing because you never know who needs those tips. You never know who never thought about utilizing something to keep them honest and to keep them on track and keep them organized. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, with being the director of nursing, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still a mother. So, you know, I had to learn how to, uh, what I did was at the beginning of her school year, I got a copy of her school, you know, events and schedules. I try to go to, I, I've been pretty diligent about going to the uh, PTO meetings and things like that. And, you know, just, just learning to balance that, okay, you know, I know I have a lot of duties at work, but at the same time, I still need to be present for my daughter. So right. I've been trying to, I've been really, so far I've been doing pretty good at balancing both of them. And it, it's been great. Like, I, I love her school. They're, they're really, really, really great. So um, I'm looking forward to all the little adventures they're going to have this year. Because, you know, prior to this, I was, you know, I was working on getting my bachelor's and going through the nursing program. So I really didn't have time to be really active at her school. But now that I'm in this position, I'm able to, I'm, I'm, I have the flexibility to be present more. And that's what I really, really love. I was able to find a job that I can be able to balance both of those things without feeling like I have to work overtime and all mm-hmm. this crazy stuff. Right, so right. It's, it's, it's been doing, it's been working really well so far. 
That is awesome, awesome. So we're gonna take a really quick break and then we're gonna actually switch gears. So give me just a moment, you guys. We'll be right back. All right, everybody, we are back. And again, I do have with us Carrie, Miss Mom, and Miss Director of Nursing. So I am gonna go ahead and switch gears with her a little bit. Any of you guys that are on my page, anybody that you know kind of watches my page and kind of see um, the things that I post know that I am, you know, very much in depth into spirituality. And one thing that me and Carrie have in common is that she is as well. Um, so I am going to go ahead and kind of pick her brain um, about her spirituality, her journal, the highs, the lows, you know, what her goals are. And of course, I want to know if she can give anybody some tips because there are some people that could be struggling um, with the things that they are attempting to learn or the information that is being fed to them trying to digest and purge out, you know, all the old stuff. So we're going to go ahead and kind of just jump on into that. So if you can carry, you know, share for me, you know, like your experience of your, of your journey on spirituality. How can you kind of sum that up or put that in words? Oh, okay. Um, you know what? It's been a very interesting journey. Um, you know, like most people, especially, you know, being African-American, Typically, your foundation to religion is typically Christianity. Mm -hmm. And that was my introduction into having a relationship with God and understanding who God is and learning to seek Him. And as I got older, I felt like in terms of Christianity, there were like there, there's, there's pieces in the Bible in which I, I absolutely love. Like uh, Psalms is like my favorite part of the Bible. I mean, even my child, her her name is a biblical name. So, I, I as I got in Ooh, there go Noodles. We're going to ask about you in a minute, Noodles. Be quiet. It ain't your time yet. He an alpha dog, y'all. <laughs> he got big dog energy, and he probably like the size of my hand. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to close the door on you. You already knew we wasn't getting to noodle quick enough, so he like I'ma make my own entrance, okay? Exactly, just acting a complete fool. Um, so as I gotten older, I realized that my belief and spirituality wasn't matching with Christianity. Mm -hmm. And as I gotten older, I always felt like it was this type of confliction. And it wasn't. It wasn't until I read briefly on the sacred woman and some other books that I've read, you know, learning your spirituality and also learning about yourself that um, I felt like a lot in terms of my relationships, you know, dealing with men and that nature, I carried a lot of old wounds, old baggage. And when I turned 31, 30-ish, I was on this path of self-healing and and I felt like in order for me to you know obtain the things that I needed that I felt like I needed in my life and to move forward in life and be you know happy with myself I had to heal myself mm -hmm. so that's when I got into spirituality that's when I got into you know stage and um you know you know manifestations and um, you know, lighting candles, speaking existence into your life, using crystals, um, 
different pathways of healing, you know, trying to eat right. There are days where I just don't eat right. <laughs> well, but, of course, you know, thank you for taking accountability of that because we all, you know, nobody's perfect. So we do have those days. Yeah. But really quickly, though, if you guys have heard my review, my book review, um, Sacred Woman was one of the books that I reviewed. Um, yeah. So if you guys haven't read it, I would definitely encourage it. So I apologize. Go ahead and continue. Okay. And also, um, also uh, posting blogs was also like was also a part of that healing. I have a blog on Facebook. It's called Carrie Beer Confessions. And it's, it's hilarious. Really, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> some stuff is hilarious, like, but some stuff really be so, like, oh, dang. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, first, the first story, one of the very first stories that I wrote was about myself, but I did not want the public to know that it was about me. Mm. and I because I was like oh you know this particular part about my life is so vulnerable and it's so just I just put it out there and I was like you know what I wanted to I, I felt like I needed to I need to heal myself from that particular story because it, it talks about abortion and I had one and it was one of the things that it took years for me to heal from and years mm -hmm. for me to, you know, accept what I did, what the part that I played with that situation. And that's how I started to heal. I started putting out more stories. You know, I didn't reveal anybody's names and their identities except my own. I didn't go, it wasn't until with a couple more stories into it that you find out that the first story was about me. Mm -hmm. But I, as I was putting out more stories, a lot of women, you know, they weren't posting really on my page, but they were liking it and they would text me private and they would tell me, you know, oh, you know, I've been through that type of situation. You know, thank you for putting out this story. You know, this and this happened. So it was, it was a, a great way for not only to heal myself, but also you know, share with other women that, you know, this can happen to anybody. And, you know, look at me. I'm still, you know, I'm still standing. I'm still strong. You know, just because, you know, people perceive you to look at a certain way, they don't think that you come with struggles and traumas. Mm -hmm. And we all do. You know, we all deal with stuff on a daily basis. And it really helped me to become more spiritually solid than I am today because I was able to release all of that hurt that I kept inside and it was like my version of therapy yeah. and it was my version of being able to heal and let you know the things that I felt I was guilty for that I regretted or that I felt like you know if I would have did this this and that would happen but then I had to realize everything that I have done in my past led me up to be the woman that I am today. Everything happens for a reason. Mm. You know, people don't understand that you don't you don't become your best self when everything is okay. You actually go you guys can become your best self when you are at the very bottom of whatever level you are in life because it's like, okay, I'm at the bottom at this point, the only, you know, what, what's the worst that happen? 
you know, the best thing, the only thing I can do is continue to strive and thrive and try to go up. So I always felt like now that I'm older, I look back at my past and I'm like, okay, these are the lessons that I needed to learn. And eventually, you know, this helps, this is where you can get your wisdom from. And you can pass it down to other people. Like everything that I experienced, I'm able to talk to my daughter about. So mm-hmm. she don't go through those struggles. I have such an open relationship with her where we can talk to her about anything. And it's so great because she's so confident. And she's so assured of herself. And mm-hmm. she's, in my opinion, I was a very shy kid growing up. And when I, when she was born, I was like, I do not want her to have the insecurities I had being shy, being quiet. I wanted her to be confident. I wanted her to be assured of herself. I didn't want anyone to break her spirit. And I wanted her to have that because when I was younger, I did not have that. I did not have that confidence. And I wanted her to have that. And now that I'm so spiritually strong now, I can pass that positive energy, that confidence to her. And it's just now that she's just thriving. It, it, it's great that I, I, I'm so looking forward to the young lady that she's going to turn into. And yeah, that's a part of my spiritual growth. I, I had to write. I had to release it. You know, some people, you know, they like to write stuff in diaries. Me, I posted a blog on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, you know, lighted candles and prayed, and I'm a big manifester. And I just, you know, if there's something that I really wanted, and I, ha- I made sure that my intentions were pure and that they were, you know, they were good. So, something, for example, for me to become a D.O.N., I prayed about that. I light, I lit candles. I spoke into existence. I wrote Carrie D-O-N, you know, as many times in my book. Like, I kept, I, I kept picturing myself being one. Yeah, I had to yeah. envision that. I had to envision that. I had to see myself like I am going to be a D-O-N. Just like I had to envision myself being an R-N. I had to picture it. I had to write it down. I had to speak it into existence for myself, and I, I believe that's all. But I, I believe that's one of the that's one of the portions of spirituality is speaking positivity into your life. Right. You know, you have to be your best motivator. There are mm-hmm. going to be times where nobody's not going to be, you know, wah 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 for you. It's going to be you. Exactly. Sometimes you gonna sometimes you have to pick yourself up. Like when I was going through nursing school. And, you know, stuff was getting hard and, like, the test I was studying for, I had to pick myself up and be my motivator. Like, come on, Carrie, I know you're tired, but let's study. Let's do 100 more questions. Okay, Carrie, I know you're tired. You just got off working a 12-hour shift. Let's do a couple of questions before you go to bed. Okay, Carrie, I know you're tired. You still got to make dinner for your daughter. You still got to cook. You still got to take her to these places. She still needs to have her mother present in her life. I had to be my motivation. There were times where I had to be my own motivation. And that is my overall advice. That is beautiful. That is awesome. That that definitely is a word, you know, for you guys that really are kind of struggling and, and really just trying to manifest different things within your life or if you're struggling with your beliefs and things of that nature. 
you know, you have to remember that your life is completely dirigible. You know, it, it's, it's up to you. You know, you can steer your life. You are able to, you know, control what you can control. And I, I tell everybody that I even tell, you know, my employees that you have to control what you can control and the things that you can take control over, take that by the horns and do not let it go. And that absolutely is an amazing story because she's pretty much told you, hey, she took accountability for herself. Number one, she made it up in her mind that it was something she needed to heal from in order to be a better woman, in order to be a better mother and to grow. And one thing I will tell you is like, you know, she is also one of the ones that kept my encouragement going when it came to me doing the Hurt to Heal podcast because I was on the fence about it. Um, I was very on the fence of even starting, you know, the Hurt to Heal program altogether. And I had so many different ideas. My mind was running at freaking literally four miles a minute. And <laughs> I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and, you know, and I'll tell you, like, a lot of times if I'm growing through something at the time or if she's growing through something, you know, we'll text each other or we'll call each other. And it's just like, you know, hey, you know, what, how would you handle, you know, this type of situation? Or, you know, if we just want to kind of vent. So, you know, you always just want to make sure that, you manifest peace within your life you always want to make sure that anything that you are attempting to manifest is for your benefit is for the greater and a positivity and not negativity because karma is absolutely real and karma is coming to collect her checks and this right now we are in the season we it, it's coming after that super moon from september 13th through september you know 15th or 16th because that moon was there what that moon was there for what three days that full moon that full moon was there for three days and i'm telling you it, it stirred up so many different things and it stirred up so many different emotions and if people are still feeling the backlash of that energy and again karma right now is coming to collect so if there's anything that you have done anything that you have not made peace with you better get it in order because we got another new moon on saturday you better get it in order and what are the odds that we have another you know, well, it's it's the hunter's moon that's coming on the thirteenth. Like, what what are the odds of having that super moon on the thirteenth, and then we're having another one um, on the thirteenth? So I'm telling y'all, <clears throat> this is not a game. <laughs> this is very real. It it is the time to make sure that you're being positive. Make sure that you are, you know, accepting those old things that have happened, and you are able to grow from those. Um, so that is, I mean, you heard it <laughs> not only from me, you heard it from somebody else. So the things that I've been telling you guys, the things that I've grown through, you know, you have to take accountability. You have to understand and accept the role that you've played, you know, uh -huh. in that portion of you having to have any type of trauma or you needing healing. So, you know, we've spoke about accountability and we've spoke about, you know, confidence and we've spoke about all of that, you know, on the podcast. And, you know, you guys have to just understand when you heal yourself, when you go through the process of healing, you feel so much lighter. You will sleep better. You will eat better. Your life will just become something so different that you never thought that it could be. You let go of old scars those scars become wounds. I mean, excuse me, those wounds become scars. So you can say, you know what, this is something that I've grown through. It doesn't hurt no more. I can touch it. I can pluck it. I can pick it. I can do whatever. It's there. Yeah. It happened. I've grown through it. And this is where I am today. So I love that. I love that she was able to share those stories. 
Yeah, and I just want to quickly add, um, I'm trying to think about something that Jada Pickett said in her Red Table Talk. It was about accountability. Yeah, Red Table Talk is on Facebook. And she was saying about about accountability. Mm -hmm. Like people, when you don't take accountability, it gives you an excuse to still stay stuck in the same behavior. Mm-hmm. Just because this person did this to me, I sh- this is the reason why I act this way. Mm-hmm. This is the, just because this person hurt me is the reason why I'm going to be like this to other people. Mm-hmm. When you acknowledge that, okay, this person hurt me, but that happened 20 years ago. Why am I still holding on to that? You know, how is, how is me holding on to something 20 years ago that somebody did is going to make me a better person. How is that going to help me out at all? And why am I using that as an excuse as to why I'm still dealing with these same traumas that are crippling me, that are poison to me, Mm -hmm. that aren't even effective? So I had to realize that people that hurt me in the past, I had to take accountability that I can't let these people hold over my destiny. I cannot use them no longer as an excuse as to why I wasn't moving ahead spiritually. I could not have, I cannot make an excuse why I wasn't happy with myself because of some, something that somebody did 20 years ago, five years ago, mm-hmm. you know, three minutes ago. Right. You know, why are we, you know, why right. are we holding on to that? Right. And it's like, I feel, I feel like as you get older, a lot of stuff you don't hold on to. Um, it was just one post that I, I saw that, uh, you know, women in their 30s, you know, you make one mistake and they quick, they quick to block you off because we're at the point where... <laughs> Man, that, that light bulb. That yeah. Yes. You know, <laughs> we leaving the red flags. Like, I was... I, I, you know how many times I done talked to you and I can just look at a, I will look at a person's page and I'll tell her nope. like, uh-uh, nothing's wrong with this guy. Right, he this, ain't this, it. This <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this dude, this dude is this, this, and this, and she'll, she'll just laugh at me. Because, I'm, because dead she's dead it. serious and she like, literally, she's, you know, she'll be dead right. And I'll just sit back <laughs> And I just listen. I don't say anything because I already know. Like, that's one thing that we literally have in common. Like, we both are empaths. And we can feel it. And it's like, when you come over here and when you try to come up in here with that bullshit, absolutely not. And I tell her all the time, I sage my house so much, we don't ever get no fucking visitors. Nobody ever want to come the fuck over here because we sage so much. Okay, and that's for me. I... You know what? You know what really made me say even more was when um, it was when uh, after Nipsey Hussle passed away, um, Lauren London finally talked um, talked at his funeral, talking about how every morning he would sage the house and mm. he would sage know, them before they went out the door. Yeah. Yeah, before they even went out the door. And I'm like, okay, you know, you always have this perception that you're supposed to sage the house, you know, to get rid of negativity and stuff like that. I've never heard about staging it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And 
I thought that that concept was so powerful, and I've done that in my own life. Like, as soon as I get up in the morning, that's one of the first things I do. I will, you know, I'll add, um, send, I'll either burn an incense and I'll offer birthdays in my house. And I will just pray. I'll walk in my house, you know, save it. I'll save my dog noodles. Noodles look at me like I'm crazy. But he's like, okay. <laughs> but it, uh, it, it, it cleanses the entire house. And it's just, and I do that when I come home. Mm-hmm. Because as you guys, as I said, I am a director of nursing. So I deal with a lot of people. And a lot of energies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of energies. When I get home, I am drained mentally. I am really drained, so I have to re-save and re-charge myself, you know, to, you know, reboost my own energy because I'm taking in everybody that I feel. It it can be overwhelming, so I I encourage burn and sage as much as possible when you first get up, before you leave, when you come back home, because you don't want to have any negative energies attached to you. And, Facts. and bringing that into your sacred place within your home. Exactly. Like, my home is my sanctuary. Oh, girl, say it is, again, honey. Yeah. My home is my sanctuary, okay? I have Himalaya salt lips everywhere, about to buy some more. I need to step up my crystal game. <laughs> 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 yeah, we we done talked about them crystals. We gonna need you to go on and, and get it together with the crystals. I done gave you a list. I expect you to get okay. them. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I I make I try to Where can you actually find peace? Your peace should be where you yeah. lay your head. Yes, exactly. ma'am. Yes. And, and I make sure that no one doesn't mess that up. Yeah. You know he got that big dog energy. Stop playing. Yeah, <laughs> Noodles ain't playing yeah. with you. I'm taking too much you of your I'm, attention right now. <laughs> okay. I thought he was... He came, no, Genesis came in. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> he followed her. <laughs> You know, Noodles got that big dog energy, so you you can't yeah. help but to just love his little self. So, okay. <laughs> um, well, one thing I can say, you know, with me, um, I have to say that I start saging um, after my mom passed. Um, that's when I really start searching for just something so much more, um, was after my mom passed. Like granted, I was already into spirituality, you know, well before she passed because literally, I mean, Carrie can tell you, my significant other can tell you, like literally I felt that my mother was dying and I told my significant other, I told him, I said, my mom is not going to make it through this year. This was on a Saturday. My mother died on a Tuesday. That very next Tuesday, my mom passed away because I felt it. And when I talked to her on the phone, I talked to her the exact same day she died, a few hours before she died. And I knew. And I knew that was it. I knew that was the last conversation I would ever have with her. Even though, you know, she said that she would call me back or I said I would call her back. You know, those last I love you's, like literally those those are the last words to my mother was I love you. So um, I knew. And just feeling that and 
you know, of course, Carrie, you, you already know the story. You know my journey as well. You know, having yeah. to travel with that, you know, that was the day that I packed up and I left Vegas um, and I had moved to Tennessee and I had to carry that. You know, I didn't even want to tell my children, <laughs> you know, yeah. until we got to our destination. Unfortunately, they overheard me on the phone because I was calling my job. So they knew Well, my daughter knew anyway. And she felt it. You know, my daughter shows a lot of signs um, of being yeah. an empath. So I'm working with her and I know Carrie's working with her daughter. So you know, having these gems are, are something that is just so very rare and you have to protect your peace and you have to protect your energy at all times. And Carrie laughs at me because I'll just be like, I don't like people. But it's not necessarily that I don't like people. I don't like the energy that they emit because they're so draining. And anybody that knows me knows I work from home. <laughs> Please. I, I cannot get up and go into a building and be around all of these energies. Like, it is so heightened for me it's to the point where I get headaches I get physically sick from being around so many different energies and so many different people when it's not positive can't do it yeah. nope would I ever go back to work in an office space nope so I commend her for being an empath and working in an office space <laughs> I can't do it nope it's too much <clears throat> it's too much I physically get sick. I literally, even working from home, sometimes I still have to take a break because I need to take a mental break because I'll just be like, ooh, y'all getting on my nerve. Uh, mm -mm, nope. I feel your negativity through the screen. Nope. Turn it off. Done. I will. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> it is. It is a lot. It is a lot. Oh, yeah. And even social media. Social media is an energy exchange, and a lot of people don't realize that. You know, you can get up and get on social media and see something that would just change your whole mood. And whatever that person is going through is coming through that screen onto you. And one thing that I, you know, I told my mate is, you know, when we get up in the morning, I want our first burst of energy to be with each other. Not our, not inanimate objects, not our cell phones, not social media. I want your energy exchange before you exchange that with anything or anybody else. Exactly. So, it's... Energy is not a game, y'all. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's not. It's not. If you feel tired after you've gotten so much sleep, then there it's more to it. It's so much more to it than you just being physically tired. Being mentally tired is a thing. You don't necessarily have to be an empath. I'm knocking my glass over, Lord. You don't have to be an empath um, to be mentally tired. So I just want you guys to be aware of that. If you guys are struggling through those things and you find yourself always tired, always not having energy and no motivation, you may want to start to pray, meditate, sage, do something, get your life right. Get it together. Okay. Yeah. Don't exchange your energy. Just don't show. Man. And I'll tell you, and I'm not even being funny, although I'm laughing, we have shared <laughs> a similar exchange with an individual. And when I tell you this individual will drain you dry, will suck you dry like a Capri Sun, honey. We okay. <laughs> like, absolutely not. It is so real and you have to just protect your peace at all times. Um, so one other thing. That Oh, what? I would say something real quick about that situation. <laughs> I, it, it, I'm not gonna go into details. No, you good. <laughs> you good, love. I will go. No, I won't go into details. But I actually, I actually do have to thank that person 
I really do. Mm-hmm. That 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 was he was, eye opener. He was, he was the eye opener. He was actually very uh, uh, another piece that was instrumental into my spiritual growth because it uh, it helped me understand what I will and will not tolerate. Mm. from anyone it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be from a man it doesn't have to be from a woman but i will not tolerate from anyone even if it's a garden snake you ain't about to take that energy i heard that yeah i i learned and it and it made me it made me um it made me it made me look at people I, i i i've always been the type of person to always see the good in people mm-hmm. and I had to learn that you gotta love you gotta see people for who they are right you can't like you know what how they're showing you face value is exactly how they are yeah and it was such a valuable lesson to learn from that particular individual it was mm-hmm. life-changing I you know you know the younger version of me, they would have said, you know, if I had to go through all that, would I do it again? The younger version of me would have said, hell no. But the older version of me would have been like, you know what, this got me to where I needed to be. So I'm actually thankful for that person. Right. And I can I tell you, your ass was sage in the house like every day, twice a day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I kept it pretty smoky in there. <laughs> <laughs> I would call it like, girl, what you doing? I'll sage it. I'm <laughs> saging the house again. Oh, sure. man. No, I, I, you know, because when, when that stuff was happening, I was going through a lot. Like, yeah. You know, you know, my grandmother passed away, mm-hmm. and she was like a mother to me. Mm-hmm. And to lose someone that I have known my entire life, my entire life, to lose someone like that, you know, I never lost anyone that I actually grew up with mm-hmm. and was a big part of my life like the way she was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom my mom was, you know, a single parent. She was working all the time. So, you know, I had to develop this great relationship with my grandmother. Right. And to lose that as, as an adult, it messed me up. Mm-hmm. It, it messed me up. It, it was very hurtful because I'm like, okay, you know, like she was at every every major part of my life and I graduated from nursing school she was there mm-hmm. you know any graduation that I've ever had my daughter had any of her grandbabies that had a graduation she was there and she would show up so it was kind of hard as as time went by like she's I'm not going to be able to have her in the physical presence mm-hmm. in my life and I had to I had to adjust her being here in the spiritual presence so it was it was kind of hard to adjust to just to that you know I'm used to calling her every day she's calling me 25 times a day (laughs) I I was used to that I was Mm -hmm. used to that and it it, it was just very helpful and then I was dealing with this craziness with this dude and you know Baby daddy issues. It was just a like, okay, enough is enough. I got it. <laughs> right, right. And you, you get to that it. point. Yeah, you get to that point of frustration. Yeah. And to me, you know, that's creation pushing you, putting you literally into a box where you're uncomfortable. Because one thing I tell people, you cannot grow, you cannot heal, 
you cannot move on until you are willing to be uncomfortable. And when you get to exactly. that uncomfortable space, when you are upset all the time, when you're angry all the time, and you don't know what to do and you're frustrated beyond all belief, at that point is when you need to start manifesting your changes. And I know yeah. that, you know, everything doesn't happen overnight, but that, for me, it happened pretty quickly. For her, I know uh -huh. it happened pretty quickly and she has had this journey that's amazing. And, you know, we're not going to go into that now. We're going to that possibly in another interview. And look, I just set her oh, up and yeah. told her I'm going to do another interview. Um, so, <laughs> look, just on the spot. But, okay. um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of go into her journey of success, um, you know, after she's done her spirituality and after, you know, the things that she's manifested for her life. Because that's something that is so amazing. And I myself had to just tell her, you know, I'm very proud of you. You know, just from a oh, black yeah. woman to, to another black woman, to a, from a mother to a mother. You know, I am extremely proud of you. And she really did have some black girl magic going on, okay? And, okay. and she wasn't playing. And I really, I really am happy for her. Playing. And even when she attempted and when she tried to be discouraged, nope, I didn't let that happen. Not one bit. Okay. I stayed on okay. that ass. Like, no, uh-uh. <laughs> you ain't about to do this. <laughs> this is going to okay, happen. So that's Apologetic about it too, I, and she know I'm yeah. sugarcoat shit. I may say something and it may come off as funny, but I'll be dead serious. But it's all right because I know she laughing just because it's possibly the way I said it. That the same token, you know, it, it's a lot, and there's so many people that kind of reject things, and they try yeah. to project, you know, themselves onto you. And one thing I also told her as well is, you know, you can't control how people receive your energy. You know, the things that you do, the things that you say, it gets filtered through whatever they're going through at that time. And it's not about you. You know, yeah. they have to deal with whatever they're dealing with. And, I, you know, sometimes, and I said it once and I'll say it again, sometimes your spirit upsets somebody's demons and they don't know what to do with themselves. And they continue to stay hostile towards you. Okay, not a problem. You do you, boo. Mm. Yeah. Turn the wheel. <laughs> So what are your goals? What are your spiritual goals that you are looking for? Now, you don't, of course, have to lay everything out on the table if it's something that you're manifesting, I understand. Um, but do you have any spiritual goals that you're looking forward to in the future? One of my spiritual goals is to, I I actually want to complete the Sacred Woman book entirety, of its entirety. Um I want to dig and dive a little bit more into that. I have not read everything, and I want to, and because I've just been working on the stuff that I've been doing so far with meditation, you know, healing, working on myself, but there are other steps in the book that contribute to that. Mm -hmm. um, I, again, you know, in terms of, you know, eating a little bit healthy, your, your diet, and also... It also affects your energy as well, mm -hmm. and I want to get into, you know, diving into a little bit of, little, uh, of different herbs and stuff that I want to use, and um, 
you know, uh, do a lot of more spiritual work is, is in terms of me preparation for the full moons that come along. Um, my spiritual baths, I've been, you know, researching on um, on the internet, uh, you know, different ways to do that. Uh, I, there's still some things in my life that I need to heal from that, <clears throat> that, uh, that I know I need to face. And I think one of the hardest challenges of healing is seeing things face value. Mm-hmm. And accepting it face value in its raw form, okay. not sugarcoating it and everything. Exactly. And um, one of the things that I really, and I'm going to be completely honest and open about this, is that I have this really big fear of being alone. I have this big fear of being alone. Because I feel like that I'm not going to be able to find someone to match my energy, to be equally yoked with me. Mm. That's one of my biggest fears. Mm. And I have to accept, and I have to, and I'm on my spiritual path with that because, hey, I might find somebody, and I might not. And I have to be okay with either version of that. Mm. I have to be content with myself with either version of that. Ooh, ladies, take a listen to that. (laughs) Take a listen to that. I have to be content with that. Mm. And... And it's like, you know, if I'm with someone or if I'm not, at the end of the day, I have to be okay with that. And that's one of the things that has been challenging for me because you have this perception that, you know, by the time you're 30, you're supposed to have all the stuff. You're supposed to be married, you're supposed to have kids, you're supposed to have this, you're supposed to have that. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be making six figures and everything by the time you're 30. And realistically, a lot of people don't become successful until later on in life. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't even, they either don't even get those things at 30 or they get them way later in life. They get them in their 40s. They get them in their 50s. Sometimes people, there are people today are going back to school in their 70s. Oh, yeah. You know? And you know that actor, you know? that that grandmother um, on Black Panther, she started her acting career at 88, honey. Stop playing. Yeah. Look at Cicely Tyson. Stop playing. You can't tell. You're not gonna yeah. put no limits on me and tell me I gotta have all this shit. But I'm 30. I mean, I I've been there, done that. You know, it, it ain't all. <laughs> it ain't all what it's cracked up to be trying to have that shit by 30. I'm gonna tell you that much. Don't rush yourself. No, you yeah, can't, don't rush mm-hmm. yourself. You know, everybody is growing and learning at their own place. Everybody receives blessings and 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 gets opportunities within their own time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some, sometimes it might not be your season to shine. Sometimes this might be your season to do the work, you know? Sometimes it might be the season for other people to shine, and you have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. There were times where I didn't feel like I was mentally and physically and spiritually, you know, quote-unquote successful, and all of my um, peers were shining. You know, they were shining and grinding, and you know what? I had to be, you know what? Okay, that's their time. I'm happy for them. You know, I have friends that, you know, they're married, they're in relationships. I am completely happy for them. Do I want those things? Of course I do. But then at the same time, I have to be okay that that might not be a possibility for myself. Mm. But, you know, at the same time, it's not the end of the world. You know, life still keeps going. I still have to do things spiritually for myself in the meantime. So, but that's one of the things that, um, in my life that I really want to work on is dealing with being alone and 
dealing with might not having, you know, having a partner in life as a possibility later on in life. So I, 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 I am working on that. And it's like, you know, it's not the end of the world. My story's not over. I'm still living. So, right, right. you know, I got to stay tuned for that. And I still got to do the work in the meantime. So that's just one of the things I need to work on spiritually. And, you know, yeah, the fear of being alone and, you know, my full moon rituals. I need to work on those. I, I find... So far, the past couple of four moons, they have been very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'm trying to manifest me some been... sex magic. Shoot, I don't, I don't know what everybody else doing. Y'all can go get y'all ancestors dirt and everything else, child. I'm like, <laughs> shoot. Uh, yeah, I, I try to keep it basic. I try to deal with channels. I know some people, they have gotten, you know, graveyard dirt. I ain't doing, And see, none of my, no. my people that have passed on are not in graves. They're in crypts. So I'm not yeah. about to sit and go scrape the marble off that crib. I'm not doing all of that. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Furthermore, they in California. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, and not. The, the people who I would, I would probably love to do that from, I don't think they would be happy with me doing that. <laughs> so, so, you know, because, again, like I said, like, my family came from a very Christian background. Right, foundation. right. You right. So, I wouldn't like it so either, girl. that I'm doing now, they're like, they're probably like, uh, no. <laughs> Listen, I got so, my mother's you know, ashes on my altar. I'm not about to open up that yeah. vase. Nope. I'm no. about to leave her ashes where they at. She told me what she yeah. wanted. I dumped half of her ashes into the Atlantic. And I have the rest of them, and that's just how it's gonna go. I ain't opening that up. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, no, because I'm a I'm a big believer in respecting your elders and your ancestors. Exactly, I'm, and I'm respecting their peace. Respecting yeah, their peace as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like like I really, I really, I, I you know, I, I I think I'm a spoiled grandchild. I need, I know I'm, I know my grandma's tired of me of calling her all the damn time, but <laughs> like if you, you don't know, leave me alone. <laughs> Calling you but, by your middle then, name now. Okay, <laughs> but then, but then she has always, she has always, you know, showed up for me mm -hmm. as she did in life, mm -hmm. like she's doing for me now. I feel her presence all the time. Like there are times where um, I will even with. Okay, I'll give you a prime example. The job that I'm at now. I the, the job that I chose it wasn't my first option it was actually my second option mm -hmm. and something told me to go there and I said grandma I need to return to this place is where I need to be and I saw her middle name on somebody's chart or something like that that was one sign the the money that the amount that I needed to be comfortable so that I didn't have to work a second job they offered me an additional amount because I turned them down. That was another sign. So I had the salary that I needed to be comfortable to take care of my daughter. What was the third sign? I'm trying to remember what was the third sign. Oh, the third sign was um, I knew one of the psych doctors. So it was like, okay, okay, so I know the psych doctor. I see my grandmother's no name on somebody's chart. And I got the salary that I needed. I'm like, okay, this is where I needed to be. But I was like, you know what? I need another job. <laughs> <laughs> so one day, I, my first day at work, I think I took, I missed the, the, the detour that the map course was telling me to take. 
and I look at my right hand side. My grandmother's name is Gladys. So there is this apartment, and it's called Gladys Place. Mm. Right there, big as I don't know what, I could not miss it. Mm. It was right there. I have, I was like, okay, Grandma, you in the midst. Okay, this is the job for me. Right, like I digress, woman, okay. Uh, like, you are in the midst. But yeah, every time that I have, you know, you know, burn stage or if I'm going through something and I'm like, Grandma, I need you to guide me, I need you to help me, she has always came through for me. You know, she has always came through for me. Sometimes the answer might be like, you know what, baby, it's not your time right now. Mm. It's not your time right now. Because I want people to understand just because you call on your ancestors, it might not be the answer that you want. Right. It might. It, it's the answer that you need to know at that time. Sometimes it could be just a flat out no, like, baby, this is not for you. I got something better. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, yes, you know, I'm going to give you this. Or, you know, yes, but it's not right now. This is not the right time. Right. You know, you know, I don't, right now you're not at a place where you're ready for that at this moment because X, Y, and Z is going on. Mm-hmm. Let, let's get rid of X, Y, and Z and then opportunities will come for you to get that. Right. So right. I want, so people have this, because some people have this perception that, that just because you ask the ancestors for stuff, they're just going to give it to you. That doesn't work like that. Mm-mm. You know, it does not work like that all the time. Like I said, sometimes it's not meant for you to have. Yeah, and sometimes they, you know, it's a it's a waiting period because you may not be growing through something at that time, but something may come up, and it needs to be understand or felt how you're going to handle that. One thing I've told people is you can always understand your growth as a person and your healing, how you handle people who mishandled you, yeah. how you handle situations versus how you handle them now versus how you would have handled them when younger. Yeah. You can definitely yeah, um, see growth with that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very thankful for spiritual growth because a lot of stuff that I would probably handle in my 20s, ugh. <laughs> Girl, I was a hothead in my 20s, so I, I can tell yeah. you that. I, I, I was, you know what, I'm going to be pretty honest, and my mama will probably attest to this. I'm very hard-headed. You I'm are. Very, I can attest very, to that. Hard-headed. I can attest to that. Yes, you are. I'm very hard-headed and I'm very stubborn. Mm-hmm. But as I'm as I'm slowly getting older, I had to realize like most of like I would say, you know what? I'm a, I would just say if she ever listens to this, a hundred percent of the time my mom is right. A hundred percent of the time my mom has been right about literally every single thing that she has given me in terms of advice. She has never steered me wrong. But me being a hothead, I want to prove to her that, oh, no, my mama's wrong. But mm-hmm. most yeah, 100% of the time, she's been right. Uh, there, there has not been one incident in my life where I'm like, you know what, mama, you was wrong about that. Mm. About that advice you gave me. Mm. But, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, you guys heard it here first the journey the highs the lows the goals any last tips of advice that you can give before we wrap up um any advice that i would give um you know 
is an abstract abstract term and is whatever you feel it to be nobody's version of perfect is the same as to why I do also agree that nobody's perfect nobody has the same version nobody has the same vision of what perfect actually is so lean on to your own feeling your own understanding but also pray and meditate for understanding and that's funny because that's actually one of the key terms (laughs) this week (laughs) for her to heal (laughs) is to pray or meditate on the understanding so i i know for a fact that that is something i should be touching on because she done touched on a whole lot of stuff that i was gonna talk about tomorrow so i love it (laughs) i love it oh wow that's great well thank you thank you for giving me the opportunity to you know share my story and to talk to me um I will be sharing this on my pages as well. Uh, We have to promote this type of heal so we can, you know, so you can change some more lives. Girl, start whipping these people into shape, girl. I need a bat. Okay. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, absolutely. I definitely do appreciate you for hopping on the podcast. I know it does take a lot of courage and a lot of energy to share your story and share the things that you're growing through and, you know, to kind of give advice to someone else and, you know, really let people understand that nobody really is perfect and everybody is growing through something within this lifetime. So I really do appreciate you for being open and, and very candid um, within your story. Yeah, no problem. All right, you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up so she can go ahead and get to noodles. Because like I told y'all, he got that big dog energy. He's not playing with okay. me right now. <laughs> so. Okay, <I> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up again. I do appreciate you for hopping on. And I thank you guys for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the content. Hey, you guys, RS Cole here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I hope that you did enjoy the content that was before you. Remember, if you do have any questions, please never hesitate to reach out to me via DM, either on Twitter or Instagram, or you can also hit the send a message link if you're listening from the Anchor platform. 
Any question that you do ask me, I will definitely do my best to make sure that I get the answer and answer that question for you on whatever platform you would like me to do so. If you do have any type of content or topics that you would like to talk about, please make sure that you let me know and I'll get that in there for you. Again, I appreciate you so much for listening to my podcast. Peace and blessings. I like you and I love you. Ashe.